This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. It's the Agenda here on the Blood Red Channel. I'm Guy Clark. Thanks for joining us. Brazil ban pending as five-day rule implied on the Reds' three Samba stars. Whilst Roberto Firmino's injured, Alison Becker and Fabinho look set to miss Sunday's visit to Ellen Road. Here to give his opinion and never short of one of those, it's the Echo's Theo Squires. Theo, I hope you're well. Uh, just wondering if you could give us a brief explanation into exactly what's going on here, how we got into this situation, because to me, it, it all seems rather insane? Well, it started with the UK government not exempting the players from quarantine. So all the Brazilian players in the UK, Brazil is on the red list. If they were went and reported for international duty, they would have to come back and quarantine for 10 days in a hotel. And it was one where I think Jurgen Klopp explained it before the Liverpool-Chelsea game. It's not that you get a nice spa hotel where you could do all your own exercises. You would be eating, you'd be sleeping and you'd be waiting to basically get out again. You were just in this hotel for 10 days. And his big issue with it was what that does to player muscle. Because you think it's not a case of when those 10 days are up, you're straight back into first-team action. Like You think for a professional athlete to to 10 days where they can't do normal exercises or anything, that is going to take some time to recover from. And then it was that whole health side thing there. And then, well, they'd miss four games, I think it was, for this international break if they had to do that quarantine. Now, They did ask for an exemption from the UK government. I believe FIFA and Brazilian FA, all these other affected countries, said, well, they're professional athletes. Can you spare them this quarantine? And the UK government went, no. So Premier League clubs all agreed, fine, they're not going. That's the end of it. We can't put this situation. They're just not going to play. It would have applied for other players as well. You might remember Mohamed Salah didn't go to Egypt for one of their fixtures, but he was allowed to play in the other game because it wasn't in a red list country. If that had been in a red list country, we'd be having this exact same debate about Egypt as well, potentially. But thankfully, it's just Brazil we're talking about. But then you get all these added complications where Roberto Firmino has got an injury, but he's still banned. So it just doesn't make sense. Why are you banning a player who wouldn't have been able to play for you in the international break anyway? Because well, you'd have taken one look at him and he's injured and you just sent him back. You say that of why ban a player who couldn't play for you in the international break anyway? I mean, we all saw the scenes with Brazil v Argentina. Are we not in that situation regardless of if these players had been released by Liverpool, they would have got to Brazil and gone, right, you've got to stay in a hotel for a week or 10 days, whatever their quarantine is before playing. And actually Liverpool wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been within your jurisdiction of Liverpool to have to release them in time for them to even be able to participate because we saw the four Premier League stars who went over part of the Argentina squad, the health officials immediately on the pitch saying, no, this isn't fair. These guys haven't quarantined. So technically they couldn't have played anyway, could they? Technically, but it's three games in a window. And you think, well, Argentina wouldn't have got into Brazil when the Brazilians would have got into Brazil. So I suppose, I don't know their quarantine rules off the top of my head, how long they would have had to quarantine for, whether they make own exemptions for their own players. Because from this, it does very much seem like Brazil will follow their own rules and they, that they don't care about anyone else's. Don't have a go at me if you're listening Brazil FA or anything. I don't want to be sued here. But it is a case of the, this international break was a couple of weeks ago. So whilst they might not have been able to play against, was it Chile the first game, they could have been freed up to play against Peru tonight in the early hours of tomorrow morning. So it is one where when there's three games, I'm sure Brazil would have found a way to get them to play. But it just seems like Brazil are making their own rules up as they go along. So, for example, Richarlison can play for Everton this weekend because they've got a good relationship. But this good relationship is because they made him play in the Copa America and then the Olympics in the summer. You think 
that is too much football for any player. He's not had a break. And granted, he might get this nice little break, sort of, where he can have a few days and play or whatever. Oh, no, he's got to play, so he doesn't get a break. He's carrying on, isn't he? No break for Charles, and he's got to play this weekend as well. So he might get an injury at some point in the season from burnout. But yeah, it's just very bizarre. Like I've, I've said in this piece I've written, it's very much the Brazilian FA not liking how things are going. So they're taking the ball home. And so the rest of you, because it's like, well, what are you expecting these teams to do? The players want to play for club and country, but they can't. And it's not because they've put their foot down. It's not because the clubs have put their foot down. It's because the UK government say they cannot play unless they go into quarantine. So understandably, the Premier League clubs want to protect their players. It's not a case of they don't want to play for Brazil and risk getting COVID in Brazil. It is a case of it will do big damage to them if they then have to quarantine for 10 days and can't train properly and all of these other things. And then the impact of missing four games. But it's just what were Brazil expecting? Because as we've said um, in the past with them, you don't play for Binho anyway. Jurgen Klopp has said that a number of times. You call him up all these times and he's what? Second, third in the pecking order. Doesn't get the game time. And then Copper America, we've just had in the summer. Alisson, who's been first choice for Brazil for so long, lost his place in the knockout stages. Edison was first choice for the quarters, the semi and the final. Bit at fault for the goal, I think, in the final. But Alisson's lost his place. Roberto Firmino, who's been first choice since the 2018 World Cup, he dropped massively down the pecking order as well. So it's all these little uh, nuggets into it. It's like, well, if you're calling up these players, play them. But you don't play them anyway. And now you're expecting them to not be able to play for Liverpool anyway because they haven't played for you when you wouldn't have played them anyway. And one of them is injured anyway. It's just, it doesn't make sense. I can understand why Brazil want to have the little tantrum, but it's very much a case of them stumping their feet, wanting to get it their own way. But a resolution needs to be found because if it's not every single Brazil game in October, November, January, February and March is in a red list country. So if there is no compromise here, if the UK government doesn't change the red list countries and Brazil stays a red list country and the other South American countries stay red list countries all the way until March and they don't exempt players from this quarantine it means all the Liverpool players all the other Brazilians they cannot go and play for their countries unless they do this 10 day quarantine when they come back so how are they supposed to find a resolution here because the government have already not exempted them this one if they don't come down on that Brazil you could quite easily see them just do right five day rule because FIFA didn't want to invoke this. They've reluctantly invoked this because Brazilian FA were insistent that it happened. So there is nothing stopping them doing it again. And that's why the Premier League, in collaboration with all the, the clubs in the Premier League, is affected by this, like you know, City, uh, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Leeds. Step in if I've missed one guy. But those the clubs affected, and they are going to keep getting affected if a resolution is not found. As it stands, you're seeing various reports here that the clubs could just play players anyway and ignore these FIFA sanctions. But then if you do that, you're risking being awarded a 3-0 defeat. But at least it's the Premier League who is standing up for the clubs. Like we've spoke, I've spoken to the, the Premier League today and I've spoken to Liverpool today. And Liverpool's like, we can't really comment. It is just what the Premier League, it, they represent all of us. Their stance is our stance. We cannot change the football calendar on our own. So it is very much Premier League standing up. Premier League saying, well, they're still in discussions. I've seen reports saying that City are going to name uh, Gabriel Jesus and Edison in their squad anyway and just play. It's like, well, Liverpool could do that anyway with their Brazilians, apart from Firmino, because he's still injured. But it's unprecedented times. Like, there's been reports saying that Liverpool... Unprecedented times. Not heard yeah. that phrase for a while. <laughs> it's one of those where Liverpool feel that their players should, should be able to play. Like, this has never happened before, has it? These travel restrictions, 
and everything stopping players from coming. It is out of everyone's hands. And the only player are people that have really affected most here are the players because they would happily play for club. They'd happily play for country. And as it stands this weekend, if you go by letter of the law from what has happened in these national breaks, well, they can't do either. The Agenda on the Blood Red Channel. It's going to be really interesting though, isn't it? The fact that Liverpool play on Sunday as well, actually seeing what happens elsewhere. You mentioning there that, I mean, the clubs could just go ahead and do what they want anyway. Now, I suppose in many ways, are we going to end up getting a, a Premier League? We always say country v club, row. Is this going to be Premier League versus FIFA? And what a head-to-head that would be because if FIFA starts turning around and saying, right, you're going to get a, a 3-0 defeat against you, the Premier League will go, it's our competition. We'll do what we want. And all of a sudden, we could see some real power plays at play here. You mentioned there there before about sort of going forward and the stance from both sides. So from Liverpool, it's a case of actually we're part of a wider decision here because it was a decision taken by the majority of Premier League clubs, albeit it's obviously not affecting all Premier League clubs with the Brazilian side invoking this a five-day ban on players. But the fact that they're saying we're part of a wider remit, we'll have to wait and see what the Premier League, if anything, is said ahead of the weekend. But I'm sure as we get closer to the weekend and the managers' press conferences start coming in, that actually we will start seeing and hearing and reading an awful lot more from everyone. What's the the reception been in in Brazil? Have we got sort of a view from them as to actually what, what they're saying straight down the line? I've not heard anything from Brazil, but the thing we've got from the manager is Tita. He's come out and said that player health needs to come first. Now, this is when he was being asked about the decision to postpone the Argentina game. So if we're looking at it technically, he's not talking about Brazilian players. He's talking about the Argentinian players that had to quarantine who came from the UK. But it still applies for both, doesn't it, if we're talking about it? So when you've got the manager saying that the player health has to come first, it is more important than the game kind of goes against the stance of the FA here when they're putting the Brazilian FA when they're putting that foot down and go nope we don't care come and play for us if you're not playing for us you can't play for your club for this five day gap and as I mentioned earlier it will come into play again like Liverpool are only affected by one game in this one because the first Champions League game against AC Milan's on the Wednesday for the next break they're playing I think on the Tuesday so they go in Atletico Madrid away after playing Watford away if this happens again and there isn't a resolution and Brazil invoke the five-day ruling again, Liverpool will be out the Brazilians for those two matches. And then you think, well, January, February time, you've got, I think it's FA Cup fourth round. And that's the exact same boat there. You could be missing players for this. So it's why there needs to be a resolution now. But it's, I think it's just the Brazilian FA being stubborn. As I mentioned earlier, FIFA reluctantly have invoked this rule, the five-day rule. They didn't want to. They tried to get the UK government to give the exemption for quarantine and that couldn't be reached. They wanted a friendly resolution here because they understand it is unprecedented times that you can't just go out and do this. But the Brazilian FA were adamant, no, we want this five-day ruling in place. We called them up for international duty. They have not responded. Ban them. Now, we've seen other nations have made exemptions like Uruguay. They um, cancelled Cavani's call-up because of all these quarantine things. Brazil have obviously decided they want to be a bit more stubborn about it. But when you've managers saying health has to come first, something's got to give. And it is going to be a huge 48, 72 hours here because if the Premier League roll over, which I can't see them doing, they can't afford to roll over, they have to stay strong here, then 
international football has won. And like we've talked about club versus country all these times, but as you say, that's always tongue in cheek, isn't it? But this really is Premier League versus FIFA, well, Brazilian FA, because FIFA are the representation for Brazilian FA and the Premier League, the representation for their clubs here. And at the moment, you just don't know who's going to come out on top. You know who should come out on top, but both of them are going to state their claims very loudly. You could throw UEFA into the mix, though, as well. If you're saying, obviously, it's the five-day ban, Thiago Silva, for example, at Chelsea, the European champions, isn't going to be able to play in the first game of their defence of that against Zenit on Tuesday. All of a sudden, not just the Premier League, but it's going to affect UEFA. And you do wonder as well, Theo, why maybe common sense couldn't have been applied. Oh, wait, no, that's because it's common sense. But the <laughs> fact that the Brazilian side is made up of so many players based here in Europe, that could they not have played some of these games or in October, in November, in the January, February window, can they not, if they aren't going to be moved from being a red list country, which I'm sure I'm talking off, off the head here, that it may not just be the UK that Brazil is a red list country for, that actually they move some of these games to neutral venues that we've seen, for example, the Champions League be playing in, or we call a halt to international football for the time being, which a few people already aren't happy with, given this this virus and, and the pandemic isn't sort of being kept un, under control all around the world. And when you've got players flying around all over the world, you can understand why countries don't want to give exemptions because it only takes one person to bring the virus back in for all of a sudden things to begin to escalate again. Well, it's one where they're already playing catch up. They've already had games in Asia and South America cancelled for World Cup qualifiers. And that's the reason we've got this January, February international break anyway, which when I realised that we're having internationals there, it initially confused me as well because we're not used to seeing international football that early in the year. Like There used to be a, fr- a friendly window in February, but that was axed a long time ago. So they are already playing catch up. You think, well, Brazil now have got to squeeze in another fixture against Argentina after that was postponed. I think um, that they're playing three games this window and we have in recent months got used to teams playing three games in an international window but that is only because of the pandemic as well normally it was just two matches so they are playing catch-up and it's not as though any of these are friendlies these are world cup qualifiers and the world cup is what a little over a year to go so you can understand why there is that pressure for them to get these fixtures in because they need teams to qualify so then they can do playoffs and all the other ramifications heading to that world cup in qatar if it was like a case of, oh, we're just playing a friendly because it's an international window, you would cancel it. But then when there's so much at stake as well, you can understand perhaps from the nation's point of view and the FA's point of views why they don't want to do it on neutral ground because it is a big deal for a number of countries to qualify for a World Cup. Like for Egypt, they their fans were devastated that Mohamed Salah couldn't go and play in Egypt to play in qualifiers because it's so huge for them qualifying for a World Cup and they don't think they can do it without Mohamed Salah. Granted, it's very different for Brazil. You look at their um, table for qualifiers where they play all these South American teams twice. I think they've played seven, they've won seven. Argentina have played seven, they've won four, they've drawn three. Those two are going to qualify. They always qualify. There is not going to be anything there that changes that without um, these UK-based players. But it can still, it's all looking after their own interests. And the difference is, while it is as a selfish element to Liverpool's stance and all the Premier League's club stances, we need to look after our players. They cannot do this. We need to think what's best for them. Whereas the FAs are just thinking we need to qualify for the World Cup. Yeah. Is it not a selfish stance from them? I'm just going to say, final point before we go, in terms of 
ultimately, who's to blame here? Is it FIFA for not recognising this and moving games to neutral venues? Or is it the fact that this stance was taken by the Premier League and it, it was confirmed, I think, a, a good sort of five days or so before the international window actually opened and dialogue surely could have begun then and a ruling could have been handed down and, and the Brazilian FA could well have told the Premier League, look, if you don't release your players, we'll invoke the five-day rule. All of a sudden, the clubs would have known way, where they stand with it. And also, is there an element to this, that this is Brazil? This is the, the this country that have won five World Cups, the biggest nation, I sort of say in inverted commas, within sort of the footballing landscape, that it's they who have been denied calling up some of their stars. And as you said earlier, just aren't taking it well. It's a strange one because it has been known for a long time. Like I was trying to dig out some quotes from the, what Jurgen Klopp had said, and it was before the Chelsea game, and it had been mentioned a long time before that. Like, there was comments from Allison talking about not playing in this cooler and this international break a good month before it was happening because the UK rules weren't going to change. Now, the easiest way to get around it would have been if the government in the UK had said, "Fine, you can be exempt from the quarantine," and as they had done before your professional athletes, that would have been the easy solution. But that didn't happen. But then you think, why have these conversations not happened three weeks ago, months, a month ago? Like, and it's obviously very last minute in Brazil. The fact that that Argentina game got called off on the pitch when the health authorities stormed the pitch, that was not an issue that had been had a few days in advance where they realised players would have to quarantine. And I'll need to double check now whether Brazil are at home tonight again or not. But could the same thing happen again tonight if you've got players from teams that have to quarantine, like playing what? Yeah, they're playing Peru at home tonight. Now, I don't know who's in that Peru squad, but could there not be players that that, that could apply to as well, entering their country and they have to quarantine? It's all very complex. And it is Brazil throwing the weight around because it's Brazil. But then you could argue that from their point of view, it's the Premier League throwing their weight around because it's the Premier League. Uh, it's not going to be a case of the smaller countries making this statement or a smaller division making this statement. They're going to be watching with interest and seeing what happens. And then it is an example to follow. So if Brazil get their own way, then we could see Egypt follow and do the same for Mohamed Salah if he has to miss an international break because they're playing two games in a rugby's country. If the Premier League come out on top and they stand up to it, maybe you'll see championship clubs stand up to it and other teams across um, the continent because it's basically just all looking after their own interests. And while the players might want to play in both games, current travel rules and restrictions mean they can't. So the clubs have that responsibility to their players to make sure they're in the best physical condition. But then the countries are thinking selfishly. They don't want to risk missing out on a World Cup or whatever because they haven't been able to call up their best players. It's all very messy. It's all very avoidable. And it, it does seemingly stem from the UK government. But if the UK government had made that exemption, I'm sure there'd have been complaints going, well, what makes professional footballers special? How come they get to sidestep these rules? Yeah. It's just a very complex situation and there needs yeah. to be a resolution. Also very difficult to give exemption to players jetting off all around the world where some nations, it must be said, will have different infrastructure and policies to others as well. So very, very complex situation. One thing's for sure, though, it's going to be very fun to see what Jurgen Klopp has to say on it. He'll be holding his press conference ahead of Liverpool's trip to Ellen Road at half past 12 tomorrow. We'll have that for you here on the Blood Red channel, whether that's our YouTube channel or whether it is wherever you get your audio on demand. You do not want to miss that. Following on from that, of course, we will have Friday's Blood Red podcast looking ahead to the trip to Ellen Road to take on Leeds United and whether or not 
Liverpool's Samba Stars will be there. But from myself, Guy Clark and Theo Squires, thanks for joining us here on this edition of The Agenda. It's bye for now. You've been listening to The Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.